The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with the season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Okay, guys, welcome to a new episode of Unity Therapy. This is going to be a fun episode because I was going to say, I don't have an expert here, (laughs) but I do have an expert, just one that didn't have to get a degree to be an expert in what we're about to talk about. I did put a lot of years in. I've studied a lot here. Okay. So I have one of my best friends with me. Her name is Jessie. Say hi. Hi. And she just reminded me that she actually has been a guest before on the show, but nobody got to hear the episode because I didn't record it. I forgot that. It was a while ago. It was a couple years ago. But I, al- but I also think that that is just a testament to how our brains work and they block out the things that they don't want us to remember. And my brain did not want me to know that because <laughs> that never crossed my mind. But anyway, I've known Jesse since I was a little child, 12. Middle school for sure. 11. And I lived with her and then I didn't live with her and she's still my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we survived living together. It's um, pretty big. Yeah, we did. And... Uh, I have her here today because we are going to talk about something that I promised you guys and talked about doing a long time ago. Actually, I did do this episode, but it also didn't record. (laughs) But that wasn't with Jesse. That was with Amy. And I blame that on her. But I also blame that on her computer because, you know, it really wasn't her fault. Anywho, Jesse is here and we are going to talk about what makes something a red flag and why is it so easy to ignore red flags? Shall we get started? We shall. Do you want to give a background on what makes you have any validity in this conversation? (laughs) You know, what's funny is, sure, I will. But I was thinking, I was like, when you told me, Jesse, do you want to do this? I thought, is it a good thing or like a really bad thing that you're like, I'm doing an episode on red flags. Can you talk? And it's like, yeah. Am I the red flag? Like, what is the common theme? Is it me? It's not. No, no, no. no, no. It's It's not not you. No. We might. Here's actually a thing. We might all have red flags for other people right like Mm -hmm. i turn everything into a song for some people that's probably (laughs) 
I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, so yeah, I think we all can have red flags, but we're going to talk about some like bigger themed ones that I actually had you guys send in the things that you were wondering if they were red flags or not. So these are actually coming from you guys. Anyway, I cut you off. <laughs> Give us your dating resume. It's like, hi, my name is Jesse. I've been single for a long time. Don't feel sad. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's fine. But in all seriousness, mm-hmm. I've explored the dating apps and done my service. What dating apps? Mainly Hinge and Bumble. Why those ones? Because they're easy yeah. and accessible. Yeah. And I feel like it's what the people use. Yeah. Totally. So I'm just trying to be where the people mm-hmm. are. <laughs> it's not going great, but I'm like really doing my best effort. And you see a lot of stuff on there. I see a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. I uh, feel like I've done a lot of casual dating, mm-hmm. which is great. And it's part of it. But I've gotten to see a lot of probably red flags. Yeah. And here's the other thing that you guys might find interesting. If you listen to the show a lot, you might have heard me talk about my shitty date jar. <laughs> well, Jesse, uh, actually, the jar belonged to you. It's now in my position. Did yeah. you take it back? No. So when we lived together this must have been 2019 2018 Mm -hmm. i think we had just started using the dating apps it was like it was the same time together we were in it yeah and uh, we just went on all these dates and they were really bad some of them were funny some of them were like i want to cry and so we created this jar that we would write all of our dating stories and put them in the jar because that actually helped alleviate the pain of it all so we could laugh about it and guys the jar's pretty full and i will say sometimes people it used to be displayed at my house and when people would come in they'd be like oh i have one like i have people's dates in my jar that i don't know who they are just i think it's nice kind of unites us all but while we're talking about the shitty date jar since jesse was a founding father of the jar would you like to tell my most favorite story It was early on in the dating app world in 2018, whenever we started this adventure, I was committed to meeting a man. Met this man. We chatted for a while. He was really fun. Was this the first date that, that, that this you went was on? This was our first no, date. No, but was it your first dating app date? It was one of, no, it was probably top five, okay. like first five. Okay. We chatted for a while. He was very funny. Loved it. Love a funny guy. Love a funny guy. And he's like, what do you want to do for the date? And I was like, I'm pretty low key. So this man says, let's go to the Preds game. Which is high key not low key not low key i'm like i like to wear yoga pants and get coffee and really amp up date two so no Mm -hmm. anyways i'm sober because i was doing a whole 30 at that time (laughs) so he was very nervous and he got very drunk on our date which is fine well not getting very drunk but like he kept going back for more and he's like do you want no i'm still not drinking thanks <laughs> Still hasn't changed in this three-hour period. Also, Predators games are very long dates. Yeah, we also sat in a season ticket section where everyone knew everyone and knew we didn't belong. Yep. Anyways, he was very nervous. We didn't talk a ton. I remember texting y'all, and I was like, "Guys, this is awkward. I don't know how this is going." I just need everybody in the world to know I would never <laughs> agree to go. This is your red flag. You agree to things that are insane. I would never agree to go on a first date to a Predators game where you're stuck sitting next to the person for three hours and everybody around you knows you're on a first date because how do you have the conversation of like, where did you grow up? When I just, I don't get it. Like I get so anxious about this of like, what did you do? I, and then if you wanted to leave, you couldn't. If you couldn't be like, oh gosh, I gotta go. It's No, it's, you persevered. Been, you sat the whole time. Right. You, ha- you, but you have a sporting event to like just dis- distract. But you have no chaos. exit plan. 
No, I didn't. Okay. I was there. I was committed. It was long. It anyway, was fine. carry on. So at the end, after this man has had, is like two for one, he was coming back with like two drinks for himself at one time. Again, not the worst, but like not great when I'm like, hey, well, I'm drinking be, waters. To be clear, it wasn't two for one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Preds are never two for no. one. Oh, sweet buddy. Sweet me. <laughs> like $15 beers he came back with each. Oh, yikes. Okay. Well, at the end, he was like, do you want to drive home? I said, I don't think I have an option. <laughs> yes. Give me your keys. Like you can't drive us home <laughs> so if you live in nashville and you've been out to a preds game you know when you park in a parking garage you basically live in the parking garage after the game mm-hmm. so how do you entertain yourself with a drunk man that you've just spent three hours with that's not going well you have nothing else to talk about nothing. we've talked about everything i could tell you his whole life story i decided to play a game and the game was tell me th- <laughs> This is my red flag. <laughs> this is another one of your red flags. I'm going to see the theme here. I said, well, we know so much about each other at this point. Why don't you go ahead and tell me the three worst things about you? <laughs> Pause for dramatic effect. But, but in all seriousness, that's a funny question because it's like in an interview and somebody's like, okay, what are the qualities that... Or what are they asking? Yeah, interview? I don't yeah think what ever... are your weaknesses? It's yeah, like, well, right. you turn it into <laughs> a strength, strength or whatever. I was I'm thinking, so organized. Seriously, I was thinking if he had asked me that, I would have said, well, my friends say I'm too kind or when I volunteer too much, it takes up too much of my time on the weekends or yes. I'm just too pretty. <laughs> I would have said all of those things had he asked me. <laughs> I'm so pretty. It intimidates all my other friends. <laughs> uh, he did not go that route. He sat in he silence took it literally. for about a few minutes. And then do I have to say what he actually said? Yeah, that's the whole point of this, right? <laughs> so this man comes at me. The first thing, personality. <laughs> I think we're kidding still. So I laugh out loud. <laughs> To the drunk man as I'm driving his massive pickup truck in a parking garage. And if you guys don't get why that is strange, it's because you're on a first date and it seems like on a first date, you're trying to sell your personality. Yeah. You're not like, I actually have uh, the worst personality that yeah. you could ever imagine. Well, the, then you just, he describes why it's bad. It's not like my personality is bad. Let me go on to the second one. It's like my personality is bad because <laughs> people, these, <laughs> these are, this is why it's bad. And so I wasn't prepared for an actual answer. So I said, oh, okay, yeah, no, you're fine. It's great. Number two, how do you talk number two? He like gave me some BS answer about work. He's like, well, people say I'm an asshole at work and I'm just too mean and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, also cool. not a great thing, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and then when you can't top your personality being the worst thing about you or that you're an asshole. I want people to like guess in your head, actually like <laughs> pause the podcast and send in what you think it is to my Instagram. DM yeah. me at cat.tafada. Oh. Give it a follow while you're there, maybe. Or at the pod, you can follow the podcast at Unique Therapy Podcast. What do you think the third thing was? His worst thing about him? It can't be his personality, or that he's a jerk at work. So he was so nice. That's weird to me too. Okay, so the worst, the third worst thing about him, he's a little gassy. <laughs> I like the way you said it. Well, you cry if you don't say it that way, you know. Like imagine being trapped in a car. With a drunk man. With a drunk man who just told you that he's gassy on a first date. And then. I like that I said, imagine this. And you're like, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I I replay it every time you make me tell the story, which is like my party trick for you. Hey, Jesse, tell everyone about your worst date. Which one, Catherine? You know the one. Every time. Um, It's fine. It's fine. But then, like he did his personality, he described the gassy situation as well. No, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So, like, is it the certain foods that make him gassy? I think it was. And he's like, you know, it happens to everyone. And I was like, bro, I'm not about to agree to that on first date. (laughs) Like, hard pass. 
and then guys when it came this is about red flags not my dating life but at this point he said what about you what are your worst three things and you know what you can't follow up to my personality's bad and i'm really gassy i'm too pretty right. so i had so to think of, of the three worst things about myself what did you do you remember what they were yeah i probably said some people think i'm mean sometimes <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then I probably lied and made up two other things because I didn't actually have. I, like I sweat a lot when I work out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I said. I I probably was like people think m- my hair, your hair. No, I don't. Okay. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> like this, this beautiful hair. But I just as somebody who lived with her, it gets everywhere. And this <laughs> is why I'm single from now on after this podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. No, I'm kidding. She it's actually fine. has great hair. I'm not overcompensating. It really is beautiful and thick. This <laughs> is getting awkward. But I still find your hair. I just moved. But it's before my I moved, gift. yeah, it's like confetti. Every, yeah, it is like confetti. It's, you'll never miss me. Right, because I'll always have a piece of you everywhere mm-hmm. I go. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, uh, so he's happily married now. Good for him. Right, you know. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. The reason we told you that story is because through dating apps, I feel like we experience very strange dating experiences on a different level than people used to because we're meeting people from all over the place that we normally would never run into or have the chance to experience. So there just are all kinds of characters out there. Also, I will say this. Jesse is a very forgiving human being and she will give most people a second chance he asked me out again and i said yes but then he didn't you didn't what happened he said because <laughs> he sent that text on valentine's he day he with sent the me rose. a text on valentine's yeah he never followed through with a date and then he sent you a happy valentine's day mm-hmm. text with the rose emoji and it was like mm-hmm. two weeks later and got, then he ghosted me yeah and then he got married <laughs> then he got married so anyway all of that to say there's a lot of things that we see that we want to excuse or chalk it up to he was nervous or this or that when really it's like oh maybe that was just like a crazy thing to do or say or maybe this person isn't for me or whatever so what we're gonna do today is we're gonna play the game i don't know what the game's called red flag yellow flag green flag deal breaker stop what stop that's a that's a game you play when you're a child isn't it i think that's what you're essentially saying stop go what's that oh yeah who knows? We're, we're going to play a game where we talk about these different things. We're going to talk about if they we would say that red flag, hard pass, or do I want to see this out more or whatever. And I also think it's fair to say we're all going to ignore red flags. I've done it a bajillion times mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. And I think one of them is, at least it has been for me, is like when you actually like see a red flag and you're like, ugh this is showing me the truth of the light and like this person is never going to be able to even if the red flags just like you guys communicate differently it doesn't mean that they're like a crazy person when you have to actually admit that then you are like sitting in the pain of like i have to start over or this isn't gonna be my person or i'm back to square zero and it is painful like i think that's really painful to see that this isn't going to work because every time you go out and try to date somebody you're mustering up hope again of like maybe this person might be my person Mm -hmm. the issue is ignoring the reality that this person is not your person doesn't take away your pain it just ends up turning that pain into suffering because then you're dating this person who is not for you longer and digging yourself deeper into it i've done that so i think that gives some of the background of like why we ignore it people are like why why couldn't i see that and it's like well i think you could you just chose to ignore that you could see it 
because it was more painful for you at that time to let that go than to be in it. Anything to add? That was from my perspective. No, I was going to say something very similar to that. I think I think everyone is, understands red flags. Everyone sees them. You are just choosing to ignore them because you either like what you're getting from that person and it means you have to say goodbye to that relationship, which you just said, mm-hmm. or it's like, I could change them. Another right. thing that people think, which is mm-hmm. not a great strategy. Uh-uh. Um, or it's like, I just don't, I don't care. I'm, yeah. ha- I'm happy in it. This might be the worst thing in the world, but what I'm getting from it is worth whatever the red flag is yeah and it's really a lot easier to be objective on the outside of the relationship and be like that person isn't good for you you should have ignored that than to be in it because you're not feeling their feelings Mm -hmm. so you can say that objectively with no emotion attached to it and the other thing is like your red flags are different than my red flags just like i said in the beginning so somebody really might say hey i'm willing to not have this emotional connection with this person because he gives me all these other things and that works for me and i can say on the outside that sounds crazy and that looks crazy but it's not my life Mm -hmm. and so as we talk about this you're going to hear this from our perspectives but you might not agree and so we're just going to even we might not agree so i just want to say like when you're with your friends and you're like i can't believe you did that first of all give some people grace because they have emotions and they're in it and also if you're that person you have shame about like how did I say that so long? Well, because obviously that was working for you in some way, even if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, even if outside of it, you're like, oh my gosh, like that was so painful. That was the worst relationship ever. That guy or that girl was such a jerk. Okay, but what were they giving you? Because obviously they're giving you something, whether it's attention or whatever. And sometimes we just need some attention until we can get it somewhere else. Yeah. Attention is a need that we all have. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you unique therapy after you check out. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... Let's get into this Red Rover game. <laughs> I just think we should call it Red Rover. All right, so uh, we might get to all of them because I have 35 written down. Mm. Oh, let's start with this one. This, I think I can predict what you will say. So red flag, yellow flag, or mm, all signs say go. Different religions. For me, that's a yellow to red flag. Mm-hmm. Because I think... Why have, yellow? Well, it depends on how you're, like, defining, like, religions. Is that, like, true religions? Like He's Jewish. Probably not going to work out. Yeah. Okay. I think because that is, like, one of my non-negotiables. For me personally, that matters. Just in terms of where I am in my faith and what I'm looking for in a partner and how I'd like to raise a family one day. So to get into something knowing that we are going to be on opposing sides, why would I get myself into something knowing that I might fall for you? And at the end, I'm like, well... Yeah, and then, like, that never changed. That's one yeah. of those things of, like, maybe it'll change. No. I think that, for me, it would also be a red flag. And that can be so different for so many people. If you are making it a yellow flag because you're saying, well, maybe they'll change, don't bank on that. Like, up front, that has to be a conversation you might want to have early when you find that out. But there's some people that are like, I don't really care. So if religion isn't a big part of your life or your faith isn't a big part of your life, or you can separate those things... I would need some information on yeah. how you're able to yeah. do that you because that? a lot of times your faith guides how you live your life Fair. and how if you want to have a family how you might raise your kids there's so much in it it's not just like i believe this and i do this or i like to meditate and i like to paint yeah and that's how i connect to my true self it's like oh no these are guiding posts that tell me how I should be living my mm-hmm. life. So I think it's pretty fair to say red flag. And I think it's pretty fair if you really don't care to say, oh, as long as that person also is yeah. on the same page. Truly on the same page. Okay. They've cheated in their past. Mm. Let's say they mm. cheated on their ex and that's why they broke up. Fun fact. I have been cheated on by a boyfriend of three and a half years. <gasps> 
do you want to tell that you don't have to tell the story <laughs> that was a, you don't have enough okay. podcast yeah. time for that multiple times been cheated on in the past so, same guy same guy yep so that happened guy went on a date with last week also brought up that he had cheated in the past and that was like one of his biggest regrets i say that because i was talking to my mom this summer actually and she was talking to me about people's past and is that a deal breaker kind of thing and i said the minute for me that i believe that someone can't evolve or personally for me it's like that god can't redeem someone's story in their past is the minute that i like lose faith in god and the world because whoever someone was in the past that's a flag i want to take note of it i'd like to know the background of it but who's to say you can't grow from that i think that's great because we've all done things in our past that we would not do again Mm -hmm. we learned we looked into it we asked ourselves why did that happen why did i choose that so i think that this point blank it would be really sad i think and really unfair to a lot of people who because I mean, I'm a therapist. I hear a lot of people's mm-hmm. stories and a lot of things that they are, have shame about. And it's really, to me, would be really sad that the world doesn't get to experience all of those people who are doing yeah. such good work and like real work on themselves so they can be better and not hurt people and all that. So, yeah, obviously have a conversation. You're totally, but to write somebody off because they did something and you don't know the context mm-hmm. and you don't know their story now. I think it would be a disservice. Agree. Yellow flag. Here's another one. Different political beliefs. Let's say they're super conservative and you're really liberal. I think that's a yellow flag also. I think it's a topic of conversation to see where people are on both sides of it and what that actually shapes. Because there are people whose political beliefs are one way, but are they like deeply living into that? Or do you just identify as a Republican or a conservative because your parents grew up that way? I think, you know, you just got to, it's a conversation. And also, again, it's like the levels, yeah, the levels of it, like how deep into this are they and what, where do those beliefs come from? It's a spectrum. It, yeah, it's a spectrum. Uh, here's one. I don't know how old the person is that wrote this. They just said they live with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> but like, if you're like 25, that's not that weird. Oh, yeah, that's not that weird. And like, also why? Because like, mm-hmm. maybe you just... Speaking from experience. Well, actually, I didn't live with my parents. I moved with my my sister, but I quit my job when I was 27 to start my practice because I started with zero clients. So I had to move in with my sister because I couldn't afford rent. I almost moved in with my parents. And like, I was hustling. Yeah. Trying to make something of myself. Just trying to be something. (laughs) Just trying to be somebody. (laughs) Um, So I say, again, it depends. If they just are mooching off their parents and have no drive... That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're caretaking for a parent. Oh, that's sweet. At what point does it become a red flag when that person's like 45 living in their parents' basement, has a full-time job, and just wants to hang out down right. there? Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's okay. a red flag of like what's going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> like all of the questions, like truly. Okay. They don't know if they want to have kids and you definitely want kids. Red flag to me. Yeah. Because that is going to set you up. If you definitely want kids mm-hmm. and this person doesn't know imagine dating them for two years you want to get married and then they're like i decided i didn't and then you're upset and then it's like well you knew this was an option and you're again i thought i could change your mind i'm a firm believer i don't always live it out as you know as someone who watches me date that like if you know based on the first couple weeks 
that it's not going to work out for what whatever reason, why are you continuing down that? So this would be one of those for sure. If you don't want kids or even questionable, why would I put myself in a situation where you're going to make me very sad or I will be sad down the road? Well, I think the reason people, it's it's living in the la-la land of what this makes me feel and I'm with this person versus facing the reality that this isn't going to end up how I want it. Yeah, I know. Lack of social media. Like none. No Facebook, no Instagram, no TikTokie. I don't have a TikTokie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a green flag. Let's go. Don't make that face. Why is it weird? What are you hiding? Maybe he loves to read and doesn't have time to play on social media. True. Yep. To be fair. I didn't think you were going <clears> to <throat> say that because I, you do a good stalking out of... <laughs> the men in all of our friends lives yeah. and without social media we can't do as much stalking you can still do some though <laughs> jesse can f- De- jesse is the person in our group of friends who you literally give them a first initial and in what their shoe size is and she's found them in 10 seconds i mean sometimes 30 seconds but yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i guess that is true like my i will say my little brother doesn't have instagram he has but he has facebook but he doesn't have instagram but to be fair he like looks on his wives i don't know i just feel like that could be really cool. Or is it weirder if you have social media and you never use it? And it's like, I literally am on this just so I can stalk people. Mm. Like, think about yep, it. Think yep, about yep, how many yep. people like just, a lurk, just lurks you're around. You're just a lurker. Yeah, just follows a bunch of people. You know what I think is very important about social media? If you want a good stalking tip, and I most people have probably <laughs> already thought about this, is when you find them and if maybe you start dating somebody, you're just trying to see like what they're like. Go look at who they follow. I do. That is one of the first things I do. It Sometimes, is telling. Yes. Yeah. Go all the way through it because sometimes they are following some accounts that you would not be comfortable with them following if you were dating them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have like very specific memories popping up right now. Okay, I have one. Okay. Red flag, green flag, yellow flag, criminal history. <laughs> Shit, Catherine. <laughs> Do you want to answer that one? Why don't you answer that one? <laughs> Okay, it depends. What are the felonies that are allowed? Well, <laughs> listen, guys, I think this is another one of those things is what is what is it? Are they forthcoming of it? And if you stalk them and you find out, you might want to ask them about it before you just keep dating them. How do you bring that up if you've stalked them? This is a sidebar. If you're like, we found out on findmycriminal.com that you have. Wait, remember? Wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Taylor paid for a background check on this one guy that I found on a dating app who he, we could tell he had been arrested. We don't didn't know it for what. And so she signed up for this background <laughs> check website. And then it charged her like an insane amount of money. And they said it was only going to be a dollar. But then she ended up having this subscription. It was a whole thing. So we could have saved Taylor hundreds of dollars and just been like, hey, I saw this on the Internet. Tell me about it. I never found out what that was. So the thing is, it's another one of those things of what you said with the the lying and the cheating and all that is people can change and people can be different. It's when was this? What were the circumstances? What have they done since that? Is this one of those things where like sometimes people get in situations at the wrong time with the wrong people? Or is this like a reoccurring theme in their life? It's who you are. It's all of this. A lot of times comes down to patterns. Like I could have gotten arrested once in my life. No. (laughs) They would have taken you out of the car and be like, please just, we won't arrest you if you'll get out of our car. 
<laughs> singing, please don't like, take me to jail. <laughs> like, dear please God, we don't, don't want to. do it. I promise I will be a good citizen. <laughs> and they'd probably be like, okay, you're free to go, ma'am. Red, red flag, green flag, yellow flag, they sing like you do. It depends. Okay, sorry, Patrick just actually really likes it. Huh. We'll talk about that later, Patrick. Okay. <laughs> Any hoozy. Ooh, 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 ooh. Red flag, yellow flag, green flag. If they start calling you babe or sweetheart before they meet you. I mean... You like it, don't you? No. Okay, one, judgy. <laughs> no, I don't like it, but also... No, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like any of that kind of stuff because to me, a lot of times it feels demeaning or it feels like they're sexualizing you. Mm. If you haven't met the person, this happens a lot on dating apps and they start just like using just like language like that where it's like babe or baby or see you soon, babe, or can't wait to meet you, babe. It's like one that to me, you have to earn the right to call me that. And two, it gives me a little bit of the creepy jeepies, jeepy creepies. <laughs> Jeepers, 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 creepers. However, creepy I do like jeepies. Creepy jeepies. Not a thing, but I like it. Okay. So it makes me feel uncomfortable. And yeah. I want somebody to, I want to be respected. And to me, mm-hmm. if it's somebody I'm in a relationship with and all of that, yeah. like, they can say that lovingly. But if it's just like baby, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, like sweetie. Mm-hmm. To, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't think I do either. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for god to give you your next step and you don't know what it is yet you need god to show you your next step Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They treat the wait staff poorly on your first date. If you were going to ask me, Jesse, what are your top three red flags? This would be in my top three. Say why. I think, one, people just need to respect people across the board. How you treat a bartender or a wait staff or a uh, the busser mm-hmm. is like very telling. I don't know. I just feel what like if, if you're rude like to them. Overly, what if they like overly tip on like if in their like... I dated somebody who part of his show was he was like so nice to people at restaurants oh. at first i was like oh this is so sweet but then i like started noticing it's like it's you go like over the top like you don't have to have a in-depth conversation with every single server you've ever met in your life about their whole life story like you can just be kind to them yeah. and be gracious and you don't to me that it was like an over compensation for something so it's like you said just treat each other like normal yeah. even individuals just don't act like you're better than people right but i think that to me when they are overly they overly tip and they let you know <laughs> it's like i'm better than them it's oh, like yeah. oh poor i did like, them a, i did yeah, them a something it's yeah. like they're at work doing their job like you can treat them with, with respect mm-hmm. yeah okay oh what do you think about this they tell you that you look better without makeup no i don't like that why don't you like it because one my baseline is I like good, whether that's with, with or without makeup. Right. But like, you look bad. I don't know. It's like it's a backhanded mean. compliment. It's, it is. 100%. Because it it's is. like, I would prefer you not to wear if makeup. You're trying you... too hard. Who are you wearing makeup for? Whatever that fill in the blank is. Like, I don't like it. Well, it's like the same thing of like, you don't get to make a comment about my outfit unless I ask. Like, yeah. well, I guess you can say you like it. But like, if you don't like it, don't you don't need to tell me. I didn't, I didn't ask, ask for your, your opinion. Yeah. And to me, yeah, when they're saying you look better without makeup, to me, I hear you don't look good. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that is unkind. Also, a lot of people wear makeup and it's like a way to express themselves or whatever. Yeah. And they might wear more makeup than other people. And it's because it's like a fun like art form for them. And I think that's just unkind. Well, and you get to do what makes you feel good. And it's controlling. Yeah. We're going to do a couple more. Guys, don't worry. We're not done. You've been dating for 10 months and he hasn't asked you to meet his family. Does his family live in the United States? <laughs> yes. Are they local? Let's say that you can travel to see them. You have the means. I think that's a red flag. I think mm-hmm. that might depend on where you are in life in terms of age. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in college and it's like, you know, you're younger still. But at this point, that is a very much a red flag. Yeah. That happened to me. It was nine months. Nine months I didn't meet. And then, 
yeah it wasn't good but it, i should have it was very telling i didn't look i didn't pay attention to that because i was like oh they lived in a different state and like he didn't see them that often mm-hmm. but like he never like facetimed me in on in with them his brother came in town one time and like he didn't want me to meet him and he just like wasn't ready and i should have taken that as a he didn't want me to meet them i mean to me it's an important thing but also you don't have to know you're going to marry this person to meet family to me i want to know do you get along with my family and like also that's part of getting to know me letting someone in yeah to me that's a a red flag Mm -hmm. they want to make things official in the first couple of weeks of dating that's for sure not a green flag for me (laughs) that's not a green flag when i say couple of weeks i mean two oh yeah no no that's a red flag. If you hadn't ever met this person. Never, like, if you're going, like, swipe right to dating it's in like two weeks, that's a lot. the intensity of it. Well, and, like, the why. I think if I were, yeah. again, in my younger years, I would be like, this is so great and romantic. You like me so much. Thank you. But now I'm like, I would like to know what kind of candy you like to eat. Like, I oh, just like, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> no, like, I would like to know. You still haven't explored. We like, haven't done How many dates can you go on in two life weeks? Yet. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Do I know this person well enough to know that I want to be officially dating them? But also, I think that has to do with your view of what being in a relationship is. Like, Mm. can you be dating somebody and and be exclusively dating somebody without... But also, like, two weeks, you don't need to know that either. Mm -mm. A month, I think it's fair. Yeah, I think so. And depending on how and much you see each other, dating th- too. Yeah, yeah. Th- three weeks. I mean, but like so early, it's like I meet you and I need you to be my girlfriend. It's like this seems almost like a it's it's very anxious attached behavior, you know. Yeah. And it can feel like oh, they just like me so much. This is so great. Mm-hmm. But like again, that's giving off anxious attachment vibes. Yeah. Red, yellow, green. They're extremely sarcastic. As someone who is relatively sarcastic in my life, I'm going to go yellow to give myself a chance. Yeah. But I think there, as long as you can temper that, I think that's, it's and a, also, it's, that, that's so personal. Yeah. Some people like sarcasm and some people can't take it. And like, yes, it's, that's they're true. too sen- like, sensitive and not that's a bad thing, but like, they just have a different way of. Well, and I feel like there's sometimes that like funny, kind sarcasm that's just like in the moment, and or sometimes passive aggressive, and it's like really rude, and you're like, I'm gonna go cry now because yeah. you just said that. Yeah, uh, amen. Okay, how about this one? This is tricky, tricky. They don't get along with my friends or my friends' partners. No, I've never like if give a billboard with a red spotlight. That's a <laughs> red flag, like a bucket of red flags. That's a no. Like uh, the perspective of they don't like your friends, but your friends might like them. Well, here's the thing. Like, what if your boyfriend doesn't like me? You're breaking up with him immediately. Immediately. Well, no, I do think that's a conversation. But at this point in my life, my friends are a very true reflection of me. Like, I'm surrounding myself by people that I care about. We might have different preferences and things and see things differently. But we view the world in the same perspective. I don't know. We're kind, intentional people. So if they're not liking... Thank you. Yeah, you're great. (laughs) So if they're not liking you they're not liking likely a version of me as well what if it's just the singing that i do that they don't like well to be fair i don't know if i like that but we're still friends (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding um you do it too now that's i'm my own red flag (laughs) you've made me a red flag you're welcome um i think it's more telling though if my friends don't like a guy for that similar similar reason yeah but do they tell you I've had this conversation actually yesterday with one of our friends. Oh, really? Uh huh. You don't like Patrick? It's not. It's actually not about you. Oh, no it's, way! <laughs> it 
was just a general conversation. But I was like, I would hope that my friends care enough about me and my happiness and my well-being that if they're seeing something, whether that's a red flag, a yellow flag, or some so personality. permission. You're giving huh? me permission to tell you. It is an open door. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Because I would never want to be in that situation. Okay. Their family gives you anxiety. AKA, this is a version of like, you don't like their family very much. Their family gives me anxiety. AKA, I don't like their family. That would be a yellow one. Yeah. That's when you have to think through. Yeah. Families are hard though. What if they're like very, very, very enmeshed with their family and you just like don't jive with them? I have experience yeah. in this. Yeah. I It doesn't go well. That can cause so many issues so many issues another person wrote in like they have mommy issues like oh. that needs to be explored like i would say it's not a red flag it's a yellow flag it's something that needs to be explored but you don't need to cut them off but you have to think about like what does my future look like with this person if their mom is going to hate me forever and they're very close with their mom how is that going to impact yeah. our relationship and actually on my second date with patrick we were playing make it or break it that's my dating trick. If you like, just want to be able to never have a long conversation, also get to know them on some weird levels. You can learn some weird things about people with make it or break it. With low stakes, I said, make it or break it, your mom hates her. Perfect girl, perfect person, all the things. It's me. What did he say? <laughs> he said, make it. He said, that would be awful, but eventually I, I need to find somebody who's right for me and not somebody who I'm dating to please my mother. However, I do think his mom likes me. <laughs> um, if you're listening out there, can you give us... <laughs> Please slide into the DMs yeah. as well. Can you let us know? But he said he was like, it would be really tough because he has a good relationship with his mom. But he was like, at the end of the day, I have to think about myself too. Also, why does the mom hate her or me? Is it just because she does or did I do something that deserves... Yeah, and yeah. is that just like a personality trait yeah. of her mom, the mom? Oh, yeah, totally. If mm. you're listening, I like you too. We like all the people. We I was love Patrick's that I like family. Patrick's, yeah, Patrick, Pat, family. Hey, Patrick's family, yeah. we love you. Let's do one last one, okay, guys? Just one more. Make it a funny one. Okay, let me see. Let, let if there me. aren't one, just make it up. When all of their exes are crazy and they talk about them all the time, about how their exes are the crazy ones, but they're all crazy red flag red flag you know how many people i've worked with that will tell me stories about how their person they're dating has this crazy ex and this and that and i'm like hmm there's a theme here i've had multiple exes that i wish well no i don't wish i didn't date them but i'm like ooh, but they're not like all crazy no and I played a role in that, too. I also can see the one that was the most crazy. I can look and say, oh, I played a role in that. And I had to do some work to fix that role. So if they're all talk, first of all, if they're talking about their ex a lot, red flag. Red flag. I don't really think I need to say, mm. say anymore. But if they are constantly blaming and they're always the victim of things that other people have done to them, don't be suspicious, but be suspicious. Be very suspicious. <laughs> no, I agree. Red flag, yellow flag. I, I so lied. I, I told you guys that was going to be the end, but I want to play this game where we just like make some up. They asked to pick you up from your house on the first date and you met on a dating app. I feel targeted right now. Because you are. <laughs> That's probably a yellow flag. Catherine would say it's a red flag. Be safe. My mom, if you're listening, that never happens. Be safe. 
I got so mad at you because you put me in danger. This strange man knew, you know who picked you up on the first date? Multiple people. But, but the guy from the first story. To be fair, you're right. And he wasn't a serial killer, but he could have been. They, yeah. I think a lot of times people do that because it's kind. So it's not a red flag. No. But to all of the women and all the men and all the people out there, be smart. Don't do that. And Share don't your give location them with yeah. friends. Please do. Use your discernment. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Okay. okay. I walk to my dates now. Right. All right. Do you have one? So this is more of a make it or break it, but they're sober or they don't drink and you do. Is that? Okay. So first of all, as we were saying that, this is make it or break it. We're just not making you decide. We're saying, we're giving you the option to say maybe. Yeah, there's some gray. I am. I don't know why that's just now clicking that like, this is the same game. It's Red Rover. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were just naming random things, random things. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm glad you said that because... That is important. I think there's one camp of people who are like, oh, like, I don't want to be, I want to just not be judgmental and all of that. And I think that's okay to be judgmental. A lot of people are dating to get married. Some people aren't, but a lot, if you are, you are literally dating to see if you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody. And if you enjoy drinking a glass of wine with your partner, that's okay. Like, that's an okay thing to choose. Now, maybe it's not the most important thing. And maybe you meet somebody that's sober and you're like, honestly, they have all these other qualities. So I am just going to be okay with that. And also you might get married and then somebody decides they have a drinking problem or they just don't want to drink anymore. So all that to be said, this can be very great. But I think if straight off the bat, if you don't drink and you want somebody that doesn't drink, that's okay. And if you drink and you want somebody that drinks, that's okay. I will say I've dated both. And when it comes down to it, I prefer to be able to go have a cocktail with It's a lifestyle choice yeah, at that point. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm glad you said the word lifestyle because it, it does impact the kind of things you do and places you go. And what about you? I would probably fall into, if we're going back to the flag yeah. colors, you know, that's like a... But we're, you're, we're not, we're playing Red Rover now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Send a beer over then. Um, <laughs> Did you say send a beer over? Not if it's not cool. <laughs> um, I would fall into the yellow green, make it or break it. It would. I could make it on that for sure. Yeah. Meaning if you were sober, that'd be fine with me. Okay, so if there's any sober men out there or not sober men. <laughs> Wide net there. If there's any men out there. <laughs> yeah, really, the qualification is, are you a man? <laughs> She'll take anybody, red no. flag. We'll just have to sit in a car together and I'll ask you your three worst things. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, we're going to wrap this up because we could just be going all day. And I have some curtains to hang out on my porch. Do you want to help me? You don't have to, to if you don't want you. to. Oh, wow, okay, thank you. Yeah. If you have any more... We, we could do this all day. So you can send more and we can talk again. If you have questions for Jessie, if you want to yeah. know where she lives so you can pick her up for a date. Rude. You can DM her. Yeah, I've got a social what media. What are you, Jessie D, D. Green? Yeah. That's it? You gotta spell my name, though. So many J-E-S-S-I-E-D Green. Yep. Follow her. Get to know her. <laughs> see If you see her on a dating app. Swipe right. Swipe right. Unless you don't want to. Then swipe left. 
unless you don't fit the things that she said that she was looking for. What if I was like, actually, Jesse, this is really a dating show podcast. I just started. And you're my first guest. I'd say hell yes. Oh, actually, that, okay. I would thrive. You would be a good would... contestant on a dating show. Thank you. But Let's I don't go. think you should do it because it's going to inter- it's going to interrupt your life. And I don't. I think you're going to get too famous. <laughs> You're like, no, I wasn't thinking that at all. I wasn't thinking that, but I just think that it's a big risk. Dating. <laughs> I agree. Going on a dating show. Are you thinking like Bachelor? Yes. I would. You would be really good at it. I would thrive. Bachelor Nation, holler at me. Would you quit your life to become like one of the people that just like live the rest of their lives, like reaping the benefits of being on The Bachelor once? I don't think I could do that, but like part-time it, maybe. Okay. I like Guys, she wants to work and go on a dating show and be famous and meet the love of her life. I don't think I want to be famous. Take that out. Oh, you don't want to be famous? Oh, no. You are going to be famous if you get on The Bachelor. No, I don't think so. There's some people that aren't famous. The peop- yeah, the people that don't go very far and don't do very well. That will be you. You're right. It's You sign up for fame. Mm. Fame is what you make it, though. Fame is relative these days. That's true. All right, we got to wrap this up. Do um, we? <laughs> Also, can you send in Make It or Break It? Mainly because we're going yeah. to the beach and we'd love to know oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll actually be in the car. So if you're listening to this on Monday morning and you have any questions for Jesse or any Make It or Break It you want us to talk about in the car, I'll bring my recording stuff you can record in the car. We'll bring back Chit Chats with Cat live. Chit Chats with Cat. <laughs> I used to have that on my, before I started a podcast, I used to just talk to people on my Instagram all the time. I don't ever, I don't do that very often. I talk to my Instagram anymore. There's a really good reason for it. Okay. Some people like it. Raise your hand if you're that person. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Everybody's hands are... Okay, no we, hand we have raised. to go. We have to go. I am... Is that Patrick? Just no, in. it's just a cute man with a backpack. It's Patrick? No, it's oh. a different cute man with a backpack. <laughs> Patrick is not the only cute man with backpacks out there. Spoiler okay. alert. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jesse. And guys, I hope you're having the day you need to have. And I will be back with you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Bye. Bye. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.